When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hour two of Hanson Thursday rolls on. How was how was hour one of Hanson Thursday? How'd you feel? I, it I felt great about it. We got, it. We got a breast update. We, you know. we got a naked beach update. We, we got did. a Patsy Klein Chan Hanson update. We got a tennis. I learned that a t- when you said you were you're like, what's the word for dinghy? A tinder? And a I thought tinder. you a lost tender. your mind. No. Okay, I guess maybe you did, because it's a tender. A tinder. A tender. It's a- the Well, she says milk like milk, so she's right on. Oh, I hate I hate you, Marco. <laughs> Love Ooh, me, Tinder, tender. <laughs> Love me, sweet. sweet. There you go. But uh, Brittany also says milk. So who maybe I'm the wrong one here. How about you, Hanson? How do you say milk? Why do you think they like each other so much? They're the same. I know. <laughs> do you think? Yes. Is she the 34-year-old me? Yeah, yeah She's in some two ways. She's taller than you. She pronounces things right. But you think other so? than that. She's kind of nutty with the so dogs. And I'm, yeah, we're all nutty, actually. You're all nutty. You're all we nutty. all have to be a little nutty. These to... guys all believed I was 63. And yeah, she like, said, oh yeah, I'm 63. Like, you, you look good for 63. I never thought you are that old. And, well, like, and then the phone lines lit up. You said it pretty matter I was born in 63. You looked a little sheepish. Like, oh my gosh, did I really just admit that? I thought, wow, <laughs> we had a breakthrough here. Well, it, it's so funny because people are, my friends are just turning 50. I mean, and you're five years younger than me. Um, They're just turning 50? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'm, like, I'm 52, so... You know, Denise Richards, my good friend, Oh, <laughs> she just turned 50. Those friends. Yesterday, those real friends. My close the friends real are just turning 50. And so I'm just like, boy, I, I suppose I kind of do feel like I'm a little older. But anywho, all right, so last night, and I know you... Any hoodly who. You probably don't even watch Housewives. Did you watch it for me? Julia, you sent me a text, and here's what it said. <laughs> And I just laughed. It said, please watch Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Mm-hmm. I disregarded that so fast. <laughs> I was like, are you kidding? I I did the Housewives for many, many years. Mm-hmm. I And I appreciate it. I didn't do them. Like, Lori's been so all in with all of them. And it has a 4.8 out of 10 rating on Google, just so you know. Like, that's bad. Well, it's, listen. It's got to be real bad. Can I just tell you? Well, oh. Here's the other thing. I thought this already happened. Why are we still talking about it's it? It's part two. There's oh, three parts to this three reunion. Parts? A three-part like reunion, Stephanie. This is how Lori must feel when I don't go out every night with her and listen or read to the, the same book, bands. Or, or the book. <laughs> yeah, you carry the show for 10 minutes. It'll be fine. Who's Jen Shaw? And what it, do you want to know what she makes for a living or how much she makes? What he, her net worth well, is? She is rich. Apparently, she what her company was, what she created was the algor- algorithm for um, p- 
people's likes and dislikes, I think, way back when. I'm, I'm purchasing. She's I'm, got JXA fashion, yep. Shaw Beauty, and the real Shaw lashes. But even before that, she has money. She and has her and her husband money. do not sleep in the same bed. No, that's, oh, that's Mary. That's not Jen Shaw. Okay. See, You're getting I'm, him confused. We won't talk about him. I, all I'm going to say fine. is last night. Hey, Steph, do you think one of, the, one of them looks like Julia <laughs> at all? It's, it's no big deal. Just say. Um, Just go look at him. Okay. And you don't know what we're talking about. Yeah, one of them kind of does. <laughs> but like for but perhaps like, like from a from a distance in a snowmobile suit. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about, but <laughs> anything's possible. It's kind of a private joke between it's an us. There is a woman that does kind of look like you. Yes. Who is uh, it? Let's see. Whitney talked to Sherry yet about her birthday party drama. Whitney, is that the one? No, but I'll take that. She's Ooh. the she's the youngest one. Thank you. Whitney Rose and husband Justin explain their current standing with the Mormon Church. Oh right, yeah, because it's I, a hotbed of Mormons in Salt Lake. It it that's why I liked us. So do they swap wives and share? No, or is that they a different don't. Show? They don't do all that. I just these women are over the top, and I don't usually like housewives like this. <laughs> I'm into. I was so into this one. This one is just giving me so much joy. Let's discuss. They put well. Okay, who's the one with the massive breasts and the long, long, long hair? And she kind of looks like Morticia Adams with the red lips. Let me see a picture. Oh, that's Lisa. Lisa. Okay. Um, no, we. Everyone likes Lisa. All I'm gonna just say, if anyone wa- watched it, um. They're wearing these like extremely <laughs> elegant gowns in the reunion. No, it's, it's breasts and slits is what we call this. No, it's it's unbelievable. Anyway, I feel it's very over I feel the top. Like, I feel like we're not going to talk about it, but I will tell you something that happened sixty seven years ago today. Okay, you kind of look like Heather too. Mm. Uh oh, <laughs> <laughs> is that bad? No. Okay, they're both blondes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna move on. Why? I want to talk about them okay, now. Yeah, now but, I'm interested. No, no. I think it's. I think it was kind of a funny story once. It was a funny story once, but we're not gonna do cool it. Cool story, bro. Yeah, <laughs> it was. But the other story that. Julia, <laughs> oh, yeah, you guys still here? Look at the okay. news. Look at the news. Look at the time. <laughs> Matt Belanger, did you buy a third house? <laughs> I'm. <laughs> I really don't like you guys. We uh, like you. No, you don't. Yes, we You're do. Lying. You're all lying. No, we You're all, all like lying. you. Oh, my gosh. All right. So um, do you still like, okay, so here you are, and you said the only places you go are you come into work on okay. Saturdays. Yes. My life is so small. And you go and pick up all your food at all the restaurants outside. No, I really don't you even do that. Delivered? Um, No, I I go and I do takeout once a week. Yeah. Okay. That's kind of And I make Kurt too. go get it. Okay, so you really are living in a in a bubble. Yes, and okay. my husband. How screwed? Honestly, See, if people don't know, Stephanie and I go back to 1988. We have worked together. We've been friends forever, and then some, which and I love. My husband and Julia's ex husband are still friends, and very they're going skiing coming with my, up with my son. They're all going to Vail, so they're mm-hmm. all very excited about that. Mm-hmm. My husband talks to no one but me, because men don't have like friends like women have friends. You know what I mean? They text like, hey, bro, whatever. But they don't like have like deep conversations. So I am so excited that my husband is going to talk to other people than me, (laughs) that he'll talk to people that might not like agree with everything he says so that he can learn what that feels like again. Because I'm the only like friction in his entire life. It's a really hard job. 
Well, when I'm thinking about it, because they, and they've said this has been harder on men than it has been on women. Oh, women I think can so. have deeper conversations just in general. It's just easier for us. But men would do it around a pool table or around yes. a sporting game or event or going to a bar, yes. catching a beer and hanging out. And they're not even dice. knowing they're having deep conversations, but they're getting their feelings, their right. things out. They're doing, they're getting the feels. Right. Kurt, the, this is, okay. Do I have a minute to tell you the story? Please, okay. we have time. So every night I cook dinner and then we watch TV. That's what we do. Whoopee. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you know, let's change it up. Let's watch the Great British Bake Off or something different. Yes, yeah, fun. So he goes, okay, well, I, I, I go, okay. So I get the food ready and I go find the episode that we're on for like the season that we're on. And he goes, well, I can't remember. I'm like, just look. Because in Netflix, It'll it tells up. you what you last <laughs> it shows watched. up what you last. So he's like, oh, I can't, I can't find it. Okay, fine. I come over. I set the food down. He turns it on. We're on like season six, episode one, and he's in season five, episode 12. And he starts scrolling down and it's going 11, 10, 9, 8. I'm like, wait, 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 go up, 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 up. Mm-hmm. I just saw it. It's up, up, mm-hmm. go up. Cause I saw it. <laughs> and he looks at me and he hands me the remote control and he oh, goes, can, I'm sure. You just do it. I'm sure. So I do it. And then I start eating my food because I've just cooked this whole fabulous meal. And a minute goes by and he says nothing and just is sitting there. And he goes, I just need a break. (laughs) And that's exactly what I did. I laughed because I just was like, really? Like, this is what you need a break over? Me telling you where the TV show is? You're sick of me that much? (laughs) So he goes into his office for like five minutes, comes back out, eats his dinner. We eat in total silence. Mm -hmm. And then he cleans up the kitchen and then he goes downstairs and watches TV for four hours and I don't see him for the rest of the night. And honestly, all I could think of was relief. Yes. (laughs) I was just like, oh, thank goodness. I just get like five minutes without you. You get five minutes without me. We've been married a long time. We have have a lot of love for each other, but it's just been a lot of togetherness. And if you're, if I'm the only person that is ever telling the man no, or or if he tells me something, I'm like, oh, does that seem right? Maybe you should like, I'm sure you just can't stand me half the time. Right. He needs like, if when you go to a job, People like interact with you and you get some of your yayas out that exactly. way or people are like, wow, you're a little much today. Can you take it back? And you're like, oh, OK, exactly. My friend that I do some work with the other day, she was like, you know, you're so negative. I was like, am Are I you? negative? She's like, yes, you're the most negative person I know. And I was like, you? you know, that's helpful to hear because you don't realize you're being negative. Right. She's poly positive. And that's fine. She's too positive sometimes, and I'm Debbie Downer. So we probably meet in the middle. But again, if you're only around yourself and your spouse, nobody tells you this stuff. Well, that is good that you have someone to tell you oh, that. Oh, yes. I mean, but and that, women friends. I love that you are willing to admit that, yes. that your husband, you get sick of them because a lot of people, oh, we're good. Oh, every single minute of just staring <laughs> at each other. And I mean, every day is the same. Oh. All right, we're going to come back and you're going to give us <laughs> random thoughts and I can't wait. We'll Great. Be right, we'll be right back. This is Lori and Julia. Marriage tips. Talk. I got them. <laughs> you know, I saw this story the other day. Do you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. All right. Marriage hotline. He's had uh, relationships are it's just uh, random. Our uh, Stephanie's here with some more uh, compelling marriage <laughs> marriage tips by Stephanie. No, I promise I'm can not going to do marriage. Can tips. I just tell you one thing though? Yes. That I read about because I thought this was 
this is just so the state of the world. I think sometimes is that um, this just hit me. Do you miss normal conversations like things about the weather? Like just having something as benign is how about the twins? How about the weather? You know, not having to have like conversations about these earth shattering, horrible things and just something simple. Because what is there? There's politics, the world falling apart and television. That's it. (laughs) What did you watch on Netflix? What are you watching? Apparently no one watched what I told them to around here. No, I didn't. I was confused. I thought it was done. I don't I wasn't sure why you were telling us. Why does it take three episodes? Because they need to change outfits. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We're not going to talk about it. Okay. But I mean, I thought that was kind of funny that when is the last time you just. Well, some- and if you think about this is more marriage advice, I guess, but my parents were a marriage counselor, so they mm-hmm. did give me some helpful tips, which was like, you need to stay interested in things so that you bring things back to the marriage. Absolutely. You know, what are you doing? What are your interests? How are you, How are you engaging with other people? Well, Nothing, nothing, and nothing. Books, books. Oh, I can't even really read. Yeah, I've been reading a lot. I'm trying to read. I've been reading a lot. That's great. That's great. And then I, Lori reads so much more. I know. And then you do read a lot. And she I just read, reads twice as much as she everyone. She reads twice as much as everybody, but which is great. All right, so what do you have for random randoms? But I think that's good advice. If you don't keep yourself interesting in something. Yes. You know... I really, I find that if I'm looking, you know, who do I want to be partnered with? I want someone who is does stuff. Yes. Knows stuff, reads stuff, is yeah. curious about the world around them in some way or That's another. what exactly it is. It's a cur- natural curiosity about things. Because mm-hmm. when you stop being curious, because I will say I've made a discovery about myself. Another and it's going to make you laugh. Another one? Well. That your name is Stephanie? I don't want to learn anything. Interesting. You know what I mean? Like, there's so many people that are seeking, like, I want to better myself. I want to learn a foreign language. I want to, I don't want to do any of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I feel like it's makes, like, why? Like, why wouldn't I want to do some of those things? I just don't know. I just don't want to, like, I feel like, oh, yeah, I'm kind of done with that learning part. Like, I want to learn about culture and traveling and current events. I want to learn everything for 20 minutes. Yeah, and maybe that's it. Just that's short my attention span. span. That's okay. And my, uh, like, a lot that's of my okay. friends are like, oh, I've taken this pandemic to learn how to, I guess I learned how to make sourdough bread. That was fun. Every Yes, good for you. I bought some, I bought some sourdough bread that I just add water to. So that's, I learned how to do that. Yeah, and I am <laughs> cooking like crazy. So maybe you that's are. learning. I don't know. And you, learning about gardening. I guess I'm learning. I pickled. I made I mean, sauerkraut. You're learning. You just don't want to take a class. I don't want to like, go and take a class right. and improve myself Got in it. any way that's educational. <laughs> I get it. I get it. It feels heavy. Someone's like, well, you could learn. You could like take this time to learn a code. Like, oh, I have boy. thought of, of those kind of things, and then it goes away really quick. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, 
and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I think, honestly, self-care is important. We don't know what this is doing to us. This lack of stimulation, this lack of... And and believe me, I'm getting out. I walk with friends, except mm-hmm. for the last three weeks of you couldn't leave your house because right. your nose would fall off. But right. it's it's been challenging. I I would agree. I I don't think anyone any we're not alone. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you have a so, random? Yeah, thought? here are my we randoms. Have two minutes left. <laughs> okay, and they're just kind of funny. <laughs> I hope so. They're because we have plenty random of time. Facts. We've got another hour and a half, Steph. They're random facts about the state of Minnesota. Oh, good. All right. So we're learning something. All right. Here we go. Okay. Um, The land of 10,000 lakes is misleading. Do you know why? Because there's more. How many more? A lot. 11,000. All right. There. Yeah. So there's a lot. Define a lot. A thousand. Um, According to weather.com and their analysis, Minneapolis is the coldest major city in America based on a 30-year average temperature from the National Climate Data Center. Okay. Wow. That's exciting news. On average, we have 23 to 25 sub-zero cold days each year. Mm-hmm. Now, this is major cities because, of course, if you were looking at like Tower or sure. Ely. Sure, sure, sure. They would yeah. have a secret. Okay. But um, Minnesota refers to themselves as the unofficial state bird is the mosquito, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. And that's sarcastic, but the truth is, is that we have more than 50 different species of mosquitoes. Oh, now I'm feeling itchy. That's a lot of mosquito species. Oh, that makes me itchy. When you consider how much disease they carry, but that would be Debbie Downer talking, not Positive Patty. Okay. We, as a state, this is the positive part. We have more miles of bike trails than any other state. Isn't that We're something? a cyclist paradise. Yes, we are. And um, it's so nice because you can use them year round. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you can now do those big fat tire bikes in the woods over in Golden Valley, which apparently Theater Worth Park is the winter capital of Minnesota. The winter sports that happen over there, it's quite lovely. I, I think People the are energy out all is the time. great. I think that's great. Yeah. It's really, have you been outside more this year than ever in your whole life? No. Oh, I not, have. Not recently. Okay. Well, not recently, but yeah, this summer, all I did was play tennis and stay outside. Yeah, and just be outside. Yeah. Uh, okay. Minnesota is known for our Scandinavian and Germanic heritage. Right. But we are also home to what two largest ethnic communities? Somalians. That's one. And um, mm. Southeast Asian. Mm. Oh, Monk. could you be more? Monk. Yes, thank you. Mm-hmm. Yes, 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 yes. Because I remember leaving when I was in high school. I was his um, because when um, Laos, um, the Laotian community and the Hmong community first started um, coming to Minnesota in the early eighties, mm-hmm. leaving was I was his liaison. Oh, well, and there you like, go. And he was like thirty years old. And he was in high school, you know, to learn English. And I was his person. I, we had a great relationship. He oh, couldn't that's speak a word of English and I couldn't speak a word of mine. But somehow he just had this bright smile. And I still look at If I can find an old graduation picture, there he is. Just smiling. Just so happy.
uh, if you get a chance to hear Yia Vang talk about the refugee camps that his family came from, it's just it's really some that? touching stories. He's a chef in town. Oh, and okay. And he's going to be opening Vinai, which is the name of the refugee camp that his family was oh, in. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. All right. Well, those were some good <laughs> Minnesota randoms. facts. We've got more. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Oh, from good their times. studios. Good times. Good times. Okay, so... Um, all right, so we have been talking about marriage counseling. <laughs> <laughs> and please, I mean, I love my husband. We are very happy. Everyone we have just that. spent an entire year of only being together. And I it's don't a lot. think you're alone. We play gin rummy. That's kind of fun. Yep. We, uh, I like playing cards. We watch like- McNeil Air News Hour. <laughs> Okay. We you watch 60 like Minutes. We you have a like drink at 6 o'clock. All right. You wait till 6. <laughs> okay. So this came out, you know, um, a couple weeks ago. I think it was two weeks ago on FX and Hulu. The Framing Britney Spears documentary came out. That was the New York Times produced documentary. And um, Samantha Stark was the director of it. And she was on Tamron Hall yesterday morning talking about, you know, the framing Britney Spears and some of the things that have come out of it. And there's been a really strong reaction from a lot of people because they put it into perspective how the media was just so in her face and all the derogatory and misogynistic questioning that Britney Spears got and that things men would never, never experience. Um, and when she was going through this life crisis, how everyone was in her face and judging her, her kids were being taken away. I mean, I just can't imagine how anyone would be at that young age under that microscope. Do you remember um, being on the air and talking about of course this? I do. And I mean, I remember vividly the picture that came out of her with the umbrella. No, she was getting, she was sitting in a car and she was bald. She'd shaved her head. And she just looked uh, not herself, like she looked medicated or something. And you you were supposed to talk about this and it was pop culture, but it felt so sad. I like it just felt horrible. I think because we have mental illness in our families, I've always felt that we've tried to have some gentle kindness around it. Yeah, I I suspect because I feel like that's been our lens. Because I remember having, but granted, we've gone down the path, you know. And I have to apologize because I was too hard on Miley Cyrus. Oh, really? I had real, like, I just had no patience for her as a young woman and all of her antics. Oh, we apologized to Britney Spears last week. Yeah, I I feel like I was too hard on Miley Cyrus. It's it's interesting. I mean, when you look at it from... From a perspective perspective of I'm a grown woman, she's a 16-year-old girl, and I'm judging her. Like, what was I doing? Right. Right. And and it's it's just different. Mm -hmm. I mean, and I think everybody is growing up around it and having different conversations around it. At gentle grace that's yes. my word of that's my covid word so anyway howard stern has come out now and he said yesterday on his show i think i'm free britney now i think i'm full on free britney he was having a conversation with his co-host robin quivers and he said um that he thinks maybe she's not fully capable this just bothers me of taking charge of her finances but she might be more capable of taking um parts of other parts of her charge of other parts of her life because again she can't get medication she can't get pregnant she can't get married she can't go to a store i mean she is really under the microscope of this conservatorship and he said he compared her situation to other flare-ups by men 
And remember when Charlie Sheen was doing the crazy tiger blood and he went off. Yep. He was making a hundred, what, a million dollars an episode and doing like 36 episodes a year on two and a half men and had so much money, but no one went in and said, you can't do it anymore. Right. We're going to take away your reins. We, Sheila Buff has been out of control on and off since he's a teenager. No one takes his stuff. Gary Boosie, Bussie or whatever his Busey. name is, Busey, mm-hmm. he's been out of control. Um, Ozzy Osbourne bit a bat's head off in a business meeting one time. And What no about one, Andy Ka- Dick and Andy how many people Dick, he's molested in Kanye movie theaters? And-, and allowing him with his platform to have social media. I mean, there's some different things around mental illness and some different things, but these men have all been able to keep charge of their life. And she was stripped of everything. And it's, it's interesting still- to look at it through that lens. You know, I've had, as you have had, we have people in our family that have struggled with their addiction or mental illness mm-hmm. or whatever the situation is. And at times, not safe for themselves, not safe as parents, not right. safe for their children. And to do anything was like moving mountains to even get someone to talk to them or even get to see them. Well, because- or- even for, I remember when kind of the rights around healthcare changed and I'm the mother of my kids. And after a certain age, I couldn't have access to their files. I'm like, bloody hell, they live with me. I pay right. their bills. I am in charge, but they had to get them to approve something to get the information back to me, the mom, which I just thought was yeah, to even And yet, and, and the, even the idea that she can make the money, but not be financially responsible, financially responsible for it. At some point, you can make the money right. and you can lose the money. It's right. your money to win exactly. or lose. Exactly, but there's two. Her dad it's is too machine. interested in this estate. So in 2003, he said um, he feels bad because in a 2003 interview with Limp Biscuit, the frontman Fred Durst, who slept with everyone around that time, went on the Howard, shows, um, Howard Stern show and impl- implied that he had sex with Britney. And um, at the time... Um, he said he had a one night fling and he even wrote a song with the, uh, with lyrics. And he said this on MTV, ain't it funny, scared to admit it very, um, first night made the limp dog hit it. And he went and told Howard Stern about that. And then in 2012 Stern was asked for his thoughts on Britney Spears rumored X factor contract during a press conference. And he, and this is what he said in 2012, I think we're going to tune in to see her to see if she can function through the thing. Um, I think Brittany will sit there and eat a lollipop and wear a sexy outfit. I'll tune in to see what kind of train wreck she is. Absolutely. So I yeah, think and I went back and listened yes. to that Howard Stern interview today with Fred, with Fred Durst. Right? Yes, it was gross. And it was mostly Howard. Howard was the one goading him on. If it was up to Fred Durst, he wouldn't have wanted to talk about it. And that used to be Howard. In fact, Howard insinuated that he was pleasuring himself during Fred's uh, recounting of the, his night with Britney Spears. It was super gross. Yeah. And isn't there backlash with David Letterman oh, and like, his yes. interview with Lindsay Lohan? Yes. Who also, I mean, has she had some mental illness. Mass, and we sent her to a going away island. I mean, we created a whole Oh, I remember icon. that. Because we were just... Every day there and was something horrible, about Dina or and Lindsay parenting, and it, you just kind of look back at it at your role and think. And I and I think everyone right now is being, you know, everyone is taking a look at their part. I think 
the major media people are in their part in Britney because it's so in our face and so many people have come up to support her. So I just hope she gets more support and maybe there is an opportunity for her. I mean, she had kind of a win that her dad isn't sole conservator over the finances that someone else is going to be in charge and maybe this will keep growing, but it's really um, rare to have someone at her age be under a con, you know, a conservatorship for so long. So I just, I thought it was good, good on Howard. I mean, we can all admit we've done something wrong. Yeah. I think we just did. Sorry, Miley. (laughs) It is interesting though. We're going to, we're learning a lot about tolerance. We're learning a lot about grace. We're learning a lot about um, our privilege in the world. Mm Mm-hmm. So it is an interesting time in that regard. And I just think I was kind of like, yeah, good for you, Howard. Now, let's just talk about the really the thing that we can be pissed about. Okay, because I was on the sitcom Mom and I was Alice and Janney and I was some of the other stars and my co the other woman who's on Anna, Anna Ferris, who literally was the co-star. Yep. Quit two weeks or so before they were filming their eighth season out of nowhere. No one knew about it. And this show employs so many people. Isn't she struggling, though, with some I mental illness and mental yeah, health issues yeah. since her and Chris Pratt, Pratt broke yeah. up? Possibly and some drugs stuff. I think she had some stuff. Yeah. issues and uh-huh. some other things. And so everyone's going around. And the subject in the show, the characters, the important, it's about addiction and recovery. Mom. So there's a petition out if you're a mom. It just yesterday came out that they're going to cancel it after this season. And Allison Janney was on with Ellen and she said, um, it's been really odd to be on the set with Anna Ferris without her and other people have spoken out. But if you like the show, mom, and you want to sign a petition, there's that. Okay. I know. Right. Um, and Allison Janney, what a great actress. And, uh, you know, shows aren't meant to last forever. Right. You know, that can just be like. I, I, even Think if you of love the Big it, Bang Theory guy, Jim Parsons, how long he hung around so oh everyone could make money. They made so much money. And Kaylee Kiyoko, did you watch that movie loved with it. her in the airplane? Yeah. Flight attendant, loved it. Yeah, yeah I, it, yeah. it got it's, bored kind of by the end. I was like, oh, let's wrap this up. Really? I loved it. I, in I fact, I don't even that. know if I watched the final episode. Oh, you have to. Okay. Oh, it's probably that's where the payoff is, and I never it, got yeah, there. Yeah, Rocco watched it. Okay. Yeah. And they signed up for another year. They did. At least, right? And Chris Bohelian, you know, the author of that book, was on our show. Yeah, and you guys had Kristen Hanna on. Have you watched Firefly Lane? Yes. That's on Netflix. Yes. I loved that book. I I wanna watch the show. Katherine Heigel gives me the hives. It's it's actually really kind of fun. Yeah, I think I'm gonna like it. It's really fun because you get to visit the eighties. And who was I talking about about the eighties? I graduated in eighty six, man. I mean, right there. Right, that's your sweet spot. Modern love. Walk beside me, you modern love. Walk somebody. Okay. You guys, yeah. are you around the seat? No, Rocco. Yeah, 1990. Rocco, are you younger than me? No, yeah, Darn 1990. It. Okay, good for you. You're, You're still looking good. Oh, I'm, I'm not <laughs> sure you got a good look at me yet, but thank you. Can you see him? I can see him through the back of my head. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, it's time to Hollywood speak. So, what are you trying to say? Hollywood! Hollywood speaking! What is the meaning of this? Okay, what is the meaning of this? Um, let's see here. Just so we are, you know, okay. everyone, I, this is the worst part of the show when I sit in. I'm terrible. 
at I the don't Hollywood speak because I'm too straightforward and direct. Oh, but this is usually the time I uh, check out for a well, For crying out loud, this <laughs> is a job, this, people. Stay present. This is a Lori thing. Let's move on. Honest debate. <laughs> Do you want more? Way to just like advice? pee on the corner. The, right, right. Well, I'm just going to tell you a couple headlines. Then, okay, okay, I'll try hard. Let's go. Oh, for crying out loud, you people! Well, Jillian Anderson. I love Jillian Anderson. She okay. had fantastic hair as Margaret Thatcher in The Crown. Right. And Sex Education. She's real cute. Yes. Okay. So she had a long-term relationship with the developer of The Crown. She Peter, did. Peter Morgan. Okay. And. And when she was cast as Margaret Thatcher, they decided that she's not. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. not going to tell him anything to do about the script and he's not going to tell her anything to do about the acting, really. Okay. You know, they kind of made this deal of how they were going to figure out how to coexist together they both have their own children from previous relationships and so shortly thereafter the crown came out he left her for a much younger woman and moved in with said much younger woman with her name is jemima jemima and she is it jemima kirky it's oh for crying out loud probably let's just say sure okay okay so anywho why don't they have her full name here yeah, they don't have it on the story. Okay. You would think. So then, you know, and she's out then publicizing and talking about the crown, and she's had this very out loud dumping of the creator of the crown, yep. you know, who moved in with this much younger woman like a week after they broke up. And um, apparently now Peter Morgan has gone and joined Gillian Anderson in Prague where she's filming White Bird, A Wonder Story, and they're back together. And he says this about his serious relationship with the other woman. It had run its course. <laughs> he had the Hollywood speak. Uh, had she didn't want him anymore. No, she was devastated. She couldn't believe it. Okay, I'm right. No, he... Images for Peter Morgan and Jemima Kirky. So... No, I thought it was Jemima Khan, no? Oh, oh, people. Let's get to the Hollywood speaking part let's, and focus basically... Let's Jemima speak. Let's Jemima speak basically what Well, Jemima Kirky is a fantastic, interesting person. She was on Girls. She was on Girls and her sister, Lola. She was the uh, girl on Blonde, uh, the blonde on Girls. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And much younger than Jillian Anderson. Yes. And And so I was wondering if maybe it was them, but I don't think it is. He pursued her hot rather than the other way around. A friend of Jemima Kirky's has told the publication, The Guardian, 
and thought they were going to be together forever. The younger woman dumped him. She once he moved in, it was like, oh, this isn't hot anymore. No, he dumped her. Okay, I don't probably, believe it. It is Jemima Khan before we. Okay, okay. so before we be smirched, Jemima Kirky is. Uh, How many Jemimas are there in Hollywood? A daughter of a billionaire. So okay. A socialite. Usually they are. Yes. Okay, I don't like either of you because this. But she dumped is... him. I'm guaranteeing you. Okay. Well, he's. I... Go ahead. How do you know? Because I just know. You do not. I do. He's such a liar. Her nose is growing. Can you turn your head and not hit the microphone with your nose? You're such a liar, Pinocchio. Oh, I see. I know. I just feel like a young, hot, rich ingenue and the director who moves in. Like, first of all, you don't move in right away after an affair. You give it some space because all of a sudden real life sets in and it's not so hot when your oh, kids show up God, more and you're in the advice. bathroom and you might make a little noise and it's like, oh, he farts too. Great. When you cohabitate, you start to learn all the real things about each other. And it's not always as a fair hot, if you know what sexy. I mean. That's it's right. It's not always fun. Maybe he has stains in his undershirts. Who knows? Oh, my gosh. Okay, Can that's we... my Hollywood speak. All right, whatever. Kanye West is not doing very well now that he knows his marriage to Kim is finally over. Well, he probably wasn't doing so great before. I know. The I... only good news is... I don't know. He has a fraught relationship with Kris Jenner. I think so. And I think he needed a mother. I think he misses his mother. Yeah. And then I think he was mad that he was mothered. That's a complicated one. That is, he's a complicated man. I'm still fascinated by those Jenner people. Oh, me too. Their faces, their bodies, their oh, businesses, me too. Well, their another, everything. They, they are the smartest people. Or, they, the, or the luckiest. Like, I can whatever. never decide. Well, yeah. they've made... Taking photos every, initially in the billion-dollar industry. And Tristan every Thompson, single one of them has yeah, just made gobs of money. I know. Tristan Thompson, um, bringing back the Kardashians or whatever it's called, Keeping Up with the Kardashians, mm-hmm. is going to be airing soon. And one of the subplots is that um, Chloe got back together with the father of her child, Tristan Thompson, the NBA basketball player that now plays for the Celtics. And so here he went to go to Kim's house to get advice and some of the things discussed was how lucky he felt that he didn't have to duck when he went through the doorways because he's so tall. And also that um, he wants everyone to know that um, she, Chloe just listens to too many other people's um, feedback on if their relationship should make it or not. That's supportive. Mm-hmm. Just She's kidding. carrying a suitcase of other people's opinions and thoughts. Well, uh, he just doesn't want to hear them. Well, and how could you not? I always wonder about... I know that people that have cheated can stay together. Yeah. It happens a lot. Mm-hmm. And you can work through things. Right. I just think to reestablish trust would always be really hard, particularly if you were dating a pro basketball player and he's on the road 80% of the time right. that you're with him. COVID has changed things for those guys. Well, yeah, because they're all in lockdown and little opportunity. They get fined. Right. If there's right. girls lined up at the yeah. door. But I knew I- some people that were at the Super Bowl. Oh, you do? Yeah, and they said that in what you saw in the arena was like all safe and COVID friendly and everyone was wearing their masks. And Outside it was They said literally outside there were 50,000 people unmasked, drunk, wandering the streets, dancing in all the bars, in all the restaurants. It was like, it was COVID who? Well, that's... Uh, Completely you, you a separate arena. You kind of saw that at the Miley um, Cyrus um, concert that the day of. You, I couldn't believe how many people were packed in that thing. Having- yeah, yeah. 
looked fun though. Really yeah. interesting. I'm going to be telling you the truth. It looked like the old days. Miley days. Cyrus's whole um, leather Tuscadero. Love it. Yeah, I'm all for it. Her Joan Jett. I love it. Rebirth. Her, her in her hair. tiny. Did you watch her tiny desk? Her tiny desks music series she did for National Public Radio no. where she redecorated. She made a miniature version of her high school bedroom and performed in it. It was cool. She's clever. I like yeah. her a lot. Eddie Murphy talks about the pressure about making Coming to America 2. And this is what he said. I'm really looking forward to this. He said, um, you know, uh, the pressure once the sequel, the possibility of it emerged. The one thing I didn't want to do is a bad sequel to a movie that a lot of people have a lot invested in. A lot of people grew up watching Coming to America. It's special to them. You don't want to taint that. And he went on to say that Coming to America, you know, was just something that he just felt so much pressure. I hope it's good. Yeah. Good I hope him. it's good. I I'm, saw, I'm glad to see him back. I know. I saw Barb and Star visit Vista Del Mar. I heard it's funny. It is. It's, I really am here for just it's funny, different. weird movies. It's just different. And it was fun. Because it kind of has a musical twist. Yeah. It has a... It's it's just a silly movie, and it was really I really enjoyed it. Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles are going to head to England together because her, her kids are over there with her ex, Jason. How do you say his name? Sedakis. There you go. Sedakis. He's, he's not as into Harry Styles as she is. No, and he's filming season two of Ted Lasso, which Rocco watches and loves. Uh, yeah, I do you watch it through? Yeah. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. It's on Apple Plus. People love this. I Brittany did Apple it, Plus Lori. for the Jennifer Aniston, so and I. then I tapped out. Well, we're going to get it again when season two comes in. Yeah, I will. We'll get it again. But so they're going to go over there. The kids have been living. She's got a six-year-old daughter, um, a son, Otis, and their daughter, Daisy's four, have been living with their dad. So they're going to fly over there together. Won't that make Jason happy when the two of them come pick up the kids? Well, I mean, people got to work through it. It's kind of a hot couple, though. Oh, it's totally hot. Harry Styles has really I got a lot that. of joie de vie. I love it. Do you know the Beach Boys sold all their music now? Uh, who is it that's buying all this music? Um, this is the name of the company is, um, let's see. Is it European Irving people? Zazoff Company. And um, he is so excited. He's been buying off everything. The Beach Boys are American tre- treasure. They got the brothers. They got them all yeah. to agree. It's a $100 million um, dollar range deal. Yep. And um, I want to be happy for everybody that's getting to sell their music. I just, I hope it means we still have access to it and, you know. Yeah. No, I know a lot of people, it's been the big sell That Pet Sounds record is one of my favorite records right. ever. Well, it's rated one of the top records It's fantastic. Ever. All right, when we come back, oh, we've got so more things to discuss. We'll be right back. This is Lori Julius, My Talk 107.1.